Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, DNA Design has a new upgrade kit for Rise of the Beast Scourge, Titan Fort Max is back, and we get a first look at a new version of Bumblebee that's a little more animated. Today is Wednesday, September 20th, 2023, and this is episode 556 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that's ready to host Hasbro PulseCon next year, baby. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Creator, producer, and star of Empire of Rust, Editor Mike. If only PulseCon turned into HasCon again, I could go to a convention. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. We're all here. Look at that. Amazing. Let's hope that this keeps going for a long time now. Let's talk Transformers. I don't want to mention that I have to go on a business trip next week. (laughs) No. No. We're all here. And we're staying here. Live stream. We're not stopping. Yeah, we're not. It's going to be a live stream. We're not stopping. Well, as always, the reason we're here is because of our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and keep the show going. It's because of you that we can do this every week, and that uh, we, you know, most of us show up most of the time. <laughs> But we'll always have a show. There'll always be at least one person here to, to keep the show going. Uh, but yeah, if you are uh, interested in continuing to, in contributing and supporting the show, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. And that's where you can sign up. We got some bonus content. We give away merchandise at the higher levels. Uh, we've, you know, we say your name on the show every week. If you go at the really high level. And, uh, you know, we just uh, do things as a, to help our to support our fans because we appreciate them and uh, and we appreciate your support. So check that out. And speaking of bonus content, of course, you can check out our bonus show. We like big bots. Got 10 episodes of that already available on our Patreon page. You can check that out. It's a YouTube video show done by Daryl and Dr. Pants where they talk about some big bots that they have. So, uh, you know, they have fun going over all their toy collections. Uh, it's, a, it's a real treat to, to see two big toy guys going head-to-head. Hopefully we're, we're getting some more of that coming soon, right, Daryl? We got, we got an update on the next uh, next big bots recording session? Wait, I want to go back up a bit. What, what do you mean by two big, big toy guys? Are, are you commenting on our size? Just because you're not a large person anymore doesn't mean that uh, you get to comment on our size. I mean, sir, your your toy collections are large. <laughs> That's what I meant, Daryl. That's true. Okay. <laughs> and the and the bots uh, themselves are big, right? Are uh, do am I insulting bots, the bots themselves by calling bots them? Bots are big? always big, <laughs> and they're we you know. The bots bring bring the bigness. Um, we have some some biggie collections. Uh, it's 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 all big all the time. 
Um, and, uh, and yeah, we, uh, we might be some big boys. So, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we have some fun and, uh, uh, Dr. Pants and I are still working away on getting some episodes out. Um, it's funny cause I was away for so many weeks. Um, once you get back, it's like your family wants you to ha- be around and do stuff. Um, so I, I, I got to find a way to get away from them now. So we'll see. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, check that out, and hopefully, we'll we'll have some more episodes coming soon. Uh, next up, of course, we have our Transformers live play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. We just wrapped up season two of uh, the storyline. And we do have a bit of an announcement, so it's already available in the uh, in the Empire of Rust feed that just came out this week, transmissionspodcast.com slash Rust. But uh, Mike's here, so Mike, uh, why don't you tell everyone how things are going and, and the, a little bit of a transition that's happening with Empire of Rust just for the, the next little while. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we are going to be going on a, uh, a couple-of-week hiatus for... Uh, for Empire of Rust, for at least for the main story, uh, I've uh, I've had some stuff going on in my personal life. I'm going to be moving pretty uh, pretty soon, so I need to take some time to actually uh, get things together before we uh, we start season three. Uh, I do not want to to stop the show, so you know, no fear on that. Uh, season three is coming, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, I just need to actually find some time to to do some writing for, for the thing, because otherwise. We wouldn't have much of a show. But in the meantime, what we're going to do... Empire of Rust has writers? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, this is my only professional writing credit here. (laughs) But you're not (laughs) in my profession. So you're you're still having to work. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I didn't didn't get my my SAG card. So, you know, (laughs) anyway... Uh, so what uh, what we're doing is Matt has uh, generously uh, volunteered to to GM uh, for a little while, and he's going to be uh, running this little uh, side story called the Rustford Files. And Matt is a uh, a really great GM. He is just off the wall great with improv. So uh, yeah, for a couple of weeks we're going to have this uh, uh, this side story that Matt's going to be running, and I'm actually going to be playing in it, which. <laughs> that hasn't happened in like four years. So it's good for me. Uh, but yeah. So would you say this is a really good jumping on point for people? Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. So I should, <laughs> I should, I should start here. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are, are you? This would be the funniest thing is that this is where I start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Daryl. It'll, it'll entice it you, and then you'll want to go back and do the back catalog. You'll get no, so like. invested, you'll be like, I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking to me off air last week about some upcoming home renovations and stuff. So, you know. It's true. They you, started this you know, weekend. Give a back so. catalog if you ever need to do some house painting and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it, it, would only- be, it would be a good way to block the, the wife out of my ears. There you go. <laughs> Ouch. That should be our new that should be a new tagline. Empire of Rust. It blocks your significant other. Yep. <laughs> I've met you know, your I wife. She's a, a lovely person, Daryl. <laughs> she is. Yep. But she's she's grabbed this renovation thing by uh with both hands and uh yeah, it's uh, it's 
it's gotten expensive already. So <laughs> anyway, Rustford files. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll expect a, a report from you, Daryl soon enough to, so to what you think of it. So good. We'll, uh, we'll go from there, but yeah, so that's going to be starting. Uh, I believe it's starting next Monday, right? Charles, if that's I got right. the, yep. And uh, and yeah, we're going to be doing the uh, same schedule as before every two weeks, and we're just going to do episode from there. It is going to be a little bit, um, I don't want to say rougher, but a little bit more raw, uh, just because, you know, I need a break from everything to, to get all stuff, my stuff taken care of. So uh, it's going to be minimal, like minimal sound design, minimal editing to it. So there's going to be a lot of a lot of that kind of cutting room floor stuff that uh, that you're used to from the bonus episodes of Empire of Us kind of led, uh, left in there. So I think it'll be a fun time. Be a fun time. Yep. So it's a more rusty edit. <laughs> now with Zing. 20% more rust. <laughs> <laughs> For you audio listeners, Daryl has just peaced out. <laughs> But, uh, you know, uh, Mike, uh, the one thing that, that got me with the Rustard files is that I was surprised to to find out that someone besides me actually remembered that old cop show, The Rockford Files. So. <laughs> yeah. I remember it, but unlike you, I, I saw it in reruns. Oh, wow. Oh. It was, that's why I'm, that's why I'm going to be gone for the next two weeks. <laughs> it was, it was easy pickings. Sorry, <laughs> Matt will be uh, Matt will be be very appreciative that his uh, his joke hasn't gone unnoticed. <laughs> have you I listened just, to I, the first episode yet, there, Charles? I I have not. I I, I didn't get a chance to. Uh, but I. I just listened to like the the first like couple of minutes intro where I was I was hoping that I was going to hear for the Rockford Files theme song, but uh, we probably would have gotten a copyright <laughs> strike for that. So unfortunately, it was mm. it was just some uh, some you know license free music. But uh, but I, I will definitely be listening this week before the show goes up. So yeah, excellent. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get into toy talk, uh, of course, we've got our toy hacks code for September. So that's, uh, that's still available. If you want to get 15% off your entire order at toyhacks.com, you can use our code TFMPOD09. So again, that's TFMPOD09. And, uh, that's a, you know, that's a great deal. If you want to get any labels at toyhacks.com, just use that code and you'll get 15% off your order. There is no, uh, um, you know, limit or, or capacity for that. You can use it with multiple orders, uh, you know, with a single big order, uh, any way you like. Uh, and it cannot be combined with any other promo codes, but you can use your robo points with it. You can also use our, um, $10 gift code if you won one of the monthly toy hacks drawings. So, uh, you know, get even more bang for your buck with that, uh, with that 15% off. And of course, uh, you know, we got to remind you, we are, are selling our exclusive Transformers number one by, uh, with the cover by artist EJ Sue. Uh, this is available on our website at transmissionspodcast.com slash comic. And please uh, check that out. Uh, we've, uh, you know, as soon as, uh, we get those, uh, shipped to us, we will start shipping those out, uh, on the street date. So, uh, you know, those will start going out on October 4th. 
and uh, you'll be getting them uh, soon after that. And uh, thanks for supporting us. If you and uh, of course you can get uh, just that comic, uh, or you can also uh, bundle that with our previous Till All Are One exclusive uh, from a few years ago. Uh, and we're selling that at a discount if you bundle that with the new comic. So check and, that out. And we just removed the shipping restriction where we were limiting it to one per order. Now, if you want to order 10, you can do it. Yep. Or don't scout the scalper scalpers stay away, but, right. <laughs> but, but enthusiasts, if you want to buy more than one, you can, <laughs> Uh, yeah. but yeah. And, and thanks to everyone who's bought one already. We have had, uh, you know, a lot of orders come in, so we're appreciative of that. Yeah. And uh, we will make sure that those all go out uh, as soon as possible, as soon as we get the comics. And uh, again, on October 4th, we can't, we can't send them out before October 4th. So yeah, but, um, I'm, I'm surprised at how many have been orders of the bundle with the old comic too. So that, that's great to see. Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, let's jump right into some toy talk with quick hits. All right, and first up this week, we have another one of those Kang Toys mini uh, figures. This is the prototype of King Mini. This is CY Mini 04, and it is the um, mini version of their um, Razor razor Claw. Yeah, Razor Claw. So the... uh, um, the centerpiece or torso of Predaking. And for this particular figure, it's only half of the torso because of the way that they've built this thing. This is only um, the top half. So it does include the, uh, the, the chest and the head, as well as those back cannons that uh, Predaking has become kind of famous for. And uh, yeah, it's, it's looking really good. Remember that this is the mini version so um there's no uh there's no size on this but uh it's it's pretty small so this is a, basically is it's a um a shrunken down we've talked about these before it's the shrunken down version of their original there, uh, there's a good one scaled size you have a okay you've got one there great so yeah it's um i want to say core class or legend scaled you know something in those ra- in that range uh, but it is uh, it is pretty cool. Um, the fact that they've done this and it still looks amazing in this scale is is unreal. Um, so, yeah, take a look at this. If this is something that you're interested in, it's it's becoming available soon. We got prototypes. All right. Next thing we have is another upgrade kit from DNA Design. This is DK46, and this is for Studio Series Leader Rise of the Beast Scourge figure. It has a new head, arms, and some other parts that make it more accurate to the movie. And it's estimated to be released in December. And I looked at it, and Big Bad Toy Store has it for pre-order at $44, which uh, I think is pretty decent for the number of pieces and like what you're getting here. Um, if you can see the, the before and after here, um, it's a, a better-looking mask. It looks like a... a a side piece that might also be a little filler and uh it's a like butt a crot- plate a, a it's a butt plate a, a butt, butt plate, plate. Yep. okay <laughs> and then it looks like a crotch plate as well so and then he has some like a, this arm energy weapon that you know used 
as well as some leg pieces and a better looking claw. So I think all in all, this makes the figure look much, much better. Uh, and as the thing said, it's, it's much closer to the, um, the way he looked in the movie. So I think that's really cool. Oh, and it also includes a little, uh, thing that he shot in the air razor to, um, can infect her and look, mm. there's a picture here of how it can attach to air, the air razor figure. So oh, I mean, these people at DNA design do such great work. And mm-hmm. this is just another example. And here's a, a good before and after shot. And I, I think it looks so good. The head alone. Yeah. Um, it is, doesn't is have perfect. that big neck that the original figure has. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Here we go. That, you know, that that might be something that I actually get since I do have that Studio Series Scourge now, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it'd be fun to mess with. All right. Next up, uh, we have more info on Hasbro PulseCon that's coming this Friday, uh, September twenty second, from eleven a.m. to four p.m. and it's going to be hosted by Thu Adams and Dan Larson. Of Toy Galaxy, so um, I hope they're there. It looks like they're letting them actually participate in the PulseCon this year. I remember Thu did the pre-show last year and was was they they, they shuffled them off when they actually did the real PulseCon. But it seems like now Thu and Dan Larson are are going to be uh, tag teaming and and basically emceeing the whole show. So that's great. Uh, really great to to see them getting to um, you know get getting fans really involved in uh the PulseCon and uh and you know looking forward to all the stuff they're going to show off um they've already announced uh, one of the exclusives for PulseCon for uh for Transformers it's the uh the Hot Shot so that's the um was it what is it the uh uh Power Links Hot Shot and our and uh our mm-hmm. Universe Jolt so Finally, finally, a, a, a an Armada figure with their minicon. So, uh, you know, that's uh, hopefully that that gives us a trend that future Armada, re, you know, Armada homages will get their minicon with them. So, uh, not clear like what the order is going to be for the show. I mean, they they list them here, but I, I don't know if that's going to be the order that they show them during the event. But they usually uh, announce a schedule. Yeah, but yeah, I haven't seen one. Maybe maybe by the time this podcast is out, there'll already be a schedule. But uh, of course, with with Hasbro, you've got Transformers, GI Joe, Marvel, Star Wars, Magic: The Gathering, Power Rangers, and Dungeons and Dragons. So um, look forward to that. Of course, we are going to be pretty focused on the Transformers content, and we'll see uh, what gets announced. Maybe the next um, uh, the next Haslab might uh, make an appearance here maybe we'll we'll see so hmm yeah looking forward to it next up we got a reissue or i should say a uh yeah a pre-order for the reissue of the titans return fort max uh this was the uh the the titan return figure uh and for the most part it's just gonna be exactly the same as it was before uh, but this figure has also been, what is it, like almost 
six, seven years now, like out of print. So if you missed it, this is a great opportunity to uh, to pick that up again. Uh, this is the Hasbro version, not the the Takara version. Uh, I remember when when I picked up mine, there was a lot of like uh, a lot of kind of fan chatter about the 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 Takara version, which is more traditionally in the Fort Max colors. So this one is definitely the uh, the Hasbro one. But yeah, it's uh, going to be coming back. You can get it at uh, any pretty much any of the online retailers: TF Source, Big Bad. Uh, Robot Kingdom, you know, whichever, wherever you're going to go. But yeah, if you're, uh, if you haven't, if you didn't pick it up back then, uh, you can pick it up now. Uh, price tag is 200, so a bit of a jump from the original. But uh, yeah, if you're missing out, if you're missing out, you have the chance to grab it. It's a significant drop in price for what the original ones have been going for. So. 200 bucks is a steal. I think the original ones have been going for five. So really? Wow. Yeah. And the, uh, as soon as they announced that they were doing this, because it was a remold of the Metroplex, people started shouting from the mountaintops for Metroplex. So will they do a Metroplex? Maybe. I hope not because that means my Metroplex is worth a fortune right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna sell it, so I'll never sell it. I didn't even realize that my oh, Fort no, Max is worth a fortune. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Although my for Fort Max that I have is the Takara one. So, oh, nice. I was just gonna ask if anyone actually did pick up the the Takara paint job one. Yeah, I have that one. It looks good. Yeah, I agree. All right, next up we have another Beast Wars versus two-pack uh, from uh, Takara, and this is Air Razor versus Predacon Inferno. Uh, this has, uh, th- these are the more recent, like, Kingdom figures, but um, they have the, I mean, the classic colors, and uh, this is also, this is obviously the Takara release, um, but it looks really cool. Um, they have two character cards as well, but this is all Japanese. And um, you can get it at any of the normal retailers. I believe Hasbro Pulse as well. It's not on this thing, but I believe Hasbro Pulse has been selling these. And I was just going to say, that that Inferno, the, the, the head sculpt is amazing. It's just like right off the screen. I, I love it. Um, but anyway, yeah, if you're interested in getting these, um, this will help finish up your uh, Beast Wars lineup, so check it out. All right. Well, that's all our toy topics. So we will, or that's all our quick hits topics. So let's move on to our main discussion topic. Okay. Now we've got another leak uh, for one of the upcoming toys in the Hasbro Legacy line. Looks like they are continuing to add in some animated characters from Transformers Animated. And we've got a Transformers animated Bumblebee. So it's very interesting. And of course, this figure is, um, I guess, quote unquote, G1ified for like the way, the way they've been kind of stylizing all the legacy figures, regardless of what universe they come from. They're, they've been kind of making them a little bit more like G1-esque. And, uh, this Bumblebee here, uh, yeah, is a little bit blockier than the kind of more sleek animated, uh, version. 
But the face sculpt, I think, is very much in line with the original Transformers animated Bumblebee. And the accessory with the stinger, uh, the stinger weapon accessory looks pretty cool too. And, um, one thing I do like about this Bumblebee is that the chest is the actual car hood. Like if you look at the original animated toy Bumblebee that my kids had and played with, the chest, uh, you know, on the robot mode was not the actual hood for the car, of course, because of the, the proportions in animated were a bit, bit wonky. So they just didn't work out for, you know, going to, to robot mode. But this, uh, this figure, uh, kind of takes, uh, um, is it, since it's a little bit blockier, it, it's able to do that. So, uh, that's nice <laughs> for me, at least. <laughs> I don't know if people are, are pining for the more kind of, uh, you know, exaggerated animated proportions in these figures. Uh, or if they, if they just want, like to see the, the new reissue of the figure and, and see an homage to the uh, character from the cartoon that they loved as a kid. So I know, I know a lot of the, the younger fans who are now in their like mid early to mid twenties grew up with Transformers animated and, and I remember that fondly. So hopefully uh, this is something for them. But uh, I think it, I think it looks cool. It's a it's a cool looking figure. I mean, I know it's yet another Bumblebee, but uh, this is a unique Bumblebee. So I think that, uh, that it gets a pass uh, for for being another Bumblebee in the line. So, um, uh, Mike, uh, what do you think uh, of this figure? Were, were you a fan of animated, and and is this something that you'd be interested in? Yeah, I definitely was uh, a fan, or I still am a fan of animated. I still got like uh, like all the figures that I picked up from from that line. This, I mean, this is. I think this is going to be a pass for me. I do like the head sculpt. I think it is is very, very animated feeling, and I like like the kind of the more express. I like, first off, I like I love the expressiveness of animated's designs. And I do like when that kind of expressiveness comes in on the, the reimagined versions. That being said, I don't really like the idea of just kind of G1-ifying it or kind of boxifying the, a, a, an aesthetic that was very smooth and very like trim. Mm-hmm. It's a, and I'm sure like everyone's made like this, these arguments before, but if you're going to reissue like an, or, or redesign an animated character, then stick with the animated aesthetic because that's kind of what one of the big things that made it really popular and made it really well known. So like I said, it, it's definitely a pass for me. I do like the, uh, the, the head aesthetic though. That's cool. I just wish they didn't have to, to kind of G one the body a bit. It's like, it's not really necessary. Just add some extra engineering to it, and you know maybe a bit more, a bit more articulation. Keep with the the accessories. Actually, I think are really cool. Like the the jetpack things he comes with, and the stingers he comes with. Those are really neat. And I I do yeah. like that they're doing that. But yeah, like you know, guys, you don't really need to do a a G oneified version of it. You can stick with the animated aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you could you could probably level that uh, that criticism at the entire legacy line uh you know they did they've done this with a lot of characters uh from different uh from uh, different eras um yeah so i don't know i don't know what the what why they're they're pretty focused on that i mean but yeah that's how it is mm, it's a bit disappointing but mm. it is what it is yeah 
Jeremy, uh, what do you think of this? I really like it. I'm, I never had a, an animated Bumblebee, but I, I think this, like you said, the, the head sculpt is perfect. Um, the, the boxy design doesn't really bother me so much probably because I didn't have the original toy. Um, and I think it's obviously going to be a smaller toy, but for the size, they, they're doing a lot with it. And then I wish we had one of the bigger pictures here with the alt mode because I can show you the, again, the, the picture here with the alt mode. I think the alt mode really does resemble how he looked in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they did a pretty good job on this all around, although it does look like his jetpacks are upside down in that picture. <laughs> so that wouldn't be good for him. But it's, um, yeah, it's just, I think, you know, you're going to have to accept that they're doing this with the animated series or with the, with the toys, but he fits in good with the prowl. And, um, you know, as long as they get the head and the expression right, I think that goes a long way. So, you know, it, it's great seeing a different Bumblebee that's not a Camaro that, you know, he, he's mm. kind of just a hatchback, you know, a smaller hatchback car. And I think, you know, it's a, they did a really good job with it. Cool. And Daryl, come to you. What do you think of this figure? Yeah, so I, I do have an awful lot of animated figures uh, still. Um, and uh, one of them is Bumblebee. And the best thing for me about the animated figures was that they looked exactly like they did in this car- in the cartoon. And for mm. me, as a as a toy guy, an engineer kind of nerd, it was like magic that they were able to pull that off. And I appreciated that. Some of them weren't great figures. They kind of were, you know, the ball joints didn't hold. They were all really kind of loose. But for me, I just was amazed that they were able to pull off the look of the of the figures in the cartoon in physical form. And Bumblebee was one of those figures because his proportions were crazy, but it worked. And and then you could actually transform the damn thing, and it looked like the the little yellow car in the show. And, um, really that's a testament to, to the design that Derek J. Wyatt gave to the, all the characters in the show. And that's, and the fact that they could all work and the, the, the toy engineers behind the scenes that I, I would love to know their names because they really deserve a lot of credit. But these figures here, the, uh, the prowl that they've done already. And then this bumblebee, they're probably great figures and people who are just coming to animated now, and seeing it for the first time, they're they're going to be great figures for you to pick up and to use as uh, fill-ins or or whatnot for your animated collection. But the originals are still out there. They're still out there, and they're cheap. There are some out there are outliers that are going to be pretty expensive, but they're the most part they're going to be relatively cheap. And Bumblebee is one of them that is dirt cheap. So you can go out there and you can get the original figure and you experience it. And it looks identical to what they look like in the show. And I can't recommend that enough. Um, This figure here is a great looking figure. It's probably engineered very, very well. And uh, it's going to be a fun toy. If you're a Bumblebee fan, pick it up. If you're getting it because it's an animated figure, 
it's not an animated figure. It's an animated homage, if anything. Um, so I, I'm going to pass on this one because I have a significant animated collection already and I don't, I don't need a new Bumblebee. Um, but I fully expect them to use this mold in other ways. Um, you know, it was said in the chat that there's going to be a wasp. That's cool. You know, probably, you know, I, I fully expect them to do a whole bunch of different recolor or repaints of this in all the different Bumblebee, you know, colors that they did, um, wasp and, uh, glyph and, and all the other ones that, that kind of got done in that show. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pass for me. Um, and, uh, but I, but I don't, you know, I don't, uh, beseech anybody from forgetting it it's it's probably going to be a great figure cool all right well that's our main topic that's all our toy talk so we'll move on to trips to the store the transmissions podcast will return after these messages Okay, and of course, Trips to the Store is powered by our friends at T Public. So you can check out our T Public store at transmissionspodcast.com slash T Public, where you can buy all our transmissions merchandise, you know, cool shirts like the one I've got on right now, like the one Jeremy's got on too. And, uh, not the one Mike has. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you can you can check out uh, all our shirts, uh, all our designs at uh, T Public, and uh, you can get other merchandise too with our logos and stuff on there as well. Of course, you don't have to buy transmissions merchandise; you can buy any T Public merchandise from that link, and that will still help out the show. So just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash T Public uh, to check it out, and uh, you know help us out. Okay, well, let's uh, start off with what we got. So uh, I'm going to start it off first because I don't have any new stuff, but I did open one of my toys. I know, shocking. Uh, I, I was watching. Uh, I was watching uh, transmissions last week with Daryl and Jeremy, and uh, Daryl was showing his uh, Origins Jazz, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that Origins Jazz." I I did get that as well so i finally <laughs> opened my origins jazz i picked it up i transformed it so this is the uh this is the you know hover car mode for jazz looks very 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 not much like the uh the version in the more than mci episode one uh animated you know the first animated uh g1 episode um my one complaint for this origins jazz is that the arms are just kind of sticking out at the bottom here like you can see they're, you know, they kind of poke out there and yeah, you know, they're just hanging out there. They don't really do anything. Uh, so it's a little bit weird. Uh, but other than that, I mean, everything else looks, this looks really nice. And he, he the transformation for jazz is, is pretty, uh, pretty intuitive, pretty nice. And uh, it goes great with my origins bumblebee. So these guys are, are really cool. So I got, I got space for an origins wheel jack. So we're waiting for that origins wheel jack to come out next year and uh, complete the set here. So yeah, these are these are cool. But will it fit the bumblebee inside of it? <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting if that if that was if it was a big enough figure for that. That would that would break the uh, you know uh, break the the size class for the other ones. But I, I I'm more interested to see whether it'll have that blast shield, that removable blast shield uh that Wheeljack had. So uh, I'm curious about that. But uh 
Yeah, will so, it be able uh, to hold all energon rods? <laughs> well, they can't, they can't. What was it? Were they rods or scrubbers? Yeah, oh, what were they? They were. They, yeah. were um, they were energy conductors. That's what I think. That's what they called them. Uh, but th- those came with the Origins Bumblebee, so I know I, I've got. And he them just ready, he had no so. place to hold them. He's got to yeah, have yeah. somewhere. Somebody's got to hold these damn things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's what I got. So, uh, Jeremy, you're up next. All right, so I finally opened up another thing that I have shown off a few weeks ago as well. The Legacy Evolution Two Pack: The Rise of Tyranny with Senator Shockwave and Minor Megatron. And um, one thing, like, uh, you can't really, well, I guess you can see it on Shockwave, um, a little symbol on his chest. And one thing I noticed when I opened it up is there are two faction logos here. Megatron doesn't have it, but that is an, a Centicon logo, which I think this is the first toy we've Ooh. had that references that, the you know, that faction from uh, the IDW 2.0 continuity. So that was pretty cool. And so Shockwave, uh, he's based off of, I think, the, um, uh, what is it? The, Scourge. The Scourge, yeah. <clears throat> so he, he's a that's, pretty uh, good. That's Ratbat, not, not Shockwave. I'm oh, sorry. I was saying Shockwave the entire time. Ratbat, yeah. Shockwave <laughs> was in the other two pack. Um, but yeah, he has the, the, the Senate logo on his chest, which is blurry. Um, yeah. Oh, well. But anyway, he has a logo on his chest right there. He's got you know a good base um, to build off of with the Scourge. And I think he looks great. The colors are, are fantastic. The um, the wings are a little fiddly uh, at times. But, you know, I think it looks really good um, going along with the Senator Shockwave. But really, the, the reason I really got this was the Megatron. He does not have the Ascenticon logo on him. Uh, at least I couldn't find one, but it kind of makes sense because the minor Megatron is more early IDW, like uh, Megatron Origins, and mm-hmm. he looks really good. Um, I don't know if it'll get in on his head there. What but mold is that based off of? A Megatron mold. <laughs> is it Siege, I think? <laughs> I think it's the um, the same one that the uh, the G two Megatron is done yeah, off. I think it's just the uh, it's not uh, it's not Siege. It was the run right after that. What was between Earthrise. Siege and Kingdom? Earthrise. Earthrise, yeah, Earthrise Megatron. Yeah, I mean he's pretty pretty good. the The knees seem to be a little bit weak on mine, but you know he's got mining attachment, which can also attach to the end of his axe there. I think the colors on the axe are really nice. Um, but yeah, this, um, this is just going to be a nice set to display. Just having the, the two and kind of like mimic the box art with the two going at it. But, um, yeah, that's, I don't know if I've had this, I have a siege Megatron, but I don't think I've had the earth rise. So it'll be good to have this, but just the, the paint details on this just bring me back to that Megatron Origins. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay. Uh, let's move on to Mike. 
So as I said before, I am moving, so a lot of stuff that I have is uh, is packed up. And even then, I haven't really gotten a whole lot of new stuff over the summer. But I did pull something out of the uh, the vault, and by the vault, I mean just on a shelf behind me. And it is a beach ball. Doo doo doo. That's no beach ball. this is the the star wars death star transformer and if you haven't transformed this oh you're in for a treat uh it is complicated (laughs) but when you look at it though like all of these panels like they all line up perfectly and this is like the roundest transformer i have ever seen in my life it's even got like little like feet stands for it too that you can kind of just lay it on a shelf. So that's kind of cool. And these little stands kind of whoop, just fit right back in there. I'm not going to try transforming this on camera just because we don't have like 20 minutes to do it, but it is extraordinarily fun. And it is, I think the last uh, star Wars transformer that I still have, I actually, I got rid of the, the other ones uh, just because like the star Wars line wasn't really known for quality figures. <laughs> It was, yeah, yeah. Batteries still working that, or did you take them out? Uh, I took them out. Oh, okay. but last time I checked them, they did work. Good. Has Has there been an issue or anything with it? Like, did it stop working over time? No. no. Huh? I mean, same same issue as always. It's just you leave them in, they stop working. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And do you, you have all the uh, like the the lasers that go to the middle? You got those? Uh, that actually never came with that. It did come with uh, a kind of a, a lightsaber. Uh, it came with a missile launcher that had like one green, like you know, like a, mm-hmm. a transparent green missile that goes out. Yeah. Came with uh, a couple of figures: a Darth Vader, I think, some some stormtroopers, a tie, tie fighter, and a couple of like tiny, really tiny models of uh, tie fighters too that you mm-hmm. could attach to it, which is kind of a cool thing to to have for uh, for a figure like this. Uh, between this one and the the Millennium Falcon, I think, are probably the, the two winners in that line. The Millennium Falcon is a tough one to get now because it has gold plastic on the elbows of Chewbacca, oh, I think. Oh, did it? So uh, many of them have come into the store that I work on, and they all have broken elbows. Yeah, mine, I, I had that. Mine fell apart <laughs> before I... Had a friend of mine was. A friend of mine has one, and I think it's just like in a box in the basement somewhere. So I'm willing to bet it might have fallen apart too. Well, tell him to leave it there. If it hasn't been touched, it's probably fine. Schrodinger's uh, <laughs> nice. transformer. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Uh, actually, I got one little other quick thing that I can kind of show off. Uh, I was I pulled these out of my uh, my details, my uh, my display cabinets. And these are the uh, the PVC figures, the um, like the Heroes of Cybertron or nice. the, the Japanese version of that. And what I had uh, done is the like the the racks that I had or the shelves that I had up on uh, in my detail. Like I would have some like third party figures, and I would just pepper these little guys around with it. So I had like the the fans toys uh, Cerebros, and I had like this little like mini Cerebros with them. I had like the masterpiece Hot Rod and the PVC hot rod up there as well. So cool. It was kind of neat to, to do that, to have like the, the higher end, like the heavier figures and then have like a bunch of little small ones kind of around. It was kind of a neat little display. 
I look forward to putting that back together. Cool. It's always a fun day when you get to set up your stuff again. Mm, very true. Or days. <laughs> or weeks. <laughs> you're probably, you're, you're very right. <laughs> All right, uh, Daryl. I think we're we're ending with you. Uh, by the way, I transformed my jazz. So here's a uh, robot mode origin jazz with his little uh, um, what is it? The grappling hook thing attachment. Mm. It's neat. I'll try transforming my uh, Darth Vader, and we'll be done by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've still got uh, something here from TFCon. I haven't shown off yet. It's been a while. Um, but uh, I picked this thing up um, from a booth that I found out that was selling off some of the personal collection of the organizer, Mr. Colin Douglas. So uh, this is X-Transbot's uh, Arcos, which is their uh, beachcomber. And uh, I know I don't have the knees done right. There, these are these little gray pieces are supposed to be on the bottom. I haven't done it right. I, there's no instructions that came with this thing, and he's not complete. He, apparently, he's supposed to have a a parrot. Uh, he doesn't have a parrot. Um, and huh. uh, yeah, so I'm missing the parrot, and I'm missing the instructions. Most of the time, I don't need the instructions, but the legs on these this this particular figure are insane. They're absolutely insane. There's like a million moving parts with these with these legs and posts out the back for some reason. Um, so I haven't gotten it transformed right yet, but I'm working on it. And uh, and like uh, you, everyone knows, I've been out of town for a significant part of August and just kind of getting back into the swing of things now. Um, it looks like a cool figure. I don't have a masterpiece scaled beachcomber back there, so that's why I bought it. It was significantly cheaper than it would have been new. And uh, I have no interest in chasing down like fans hobby or, or fans toys version uh, just because, you know, people like those. I just wanted a version to kind of put in the shelf with the rest of them. So I picked this guy up and it came from Colin. So now I have one of his figures. So that's kind of cool. Um, the last thing I have is something that uh, that showed up at the store. So I picked it up and it's broken, but I picked it up anyway. Um, and I have probably six versions of this thing at this point but i picked it up anyway it's a (laughs) it's a g1 sound wave but it's actually a cassette man nice huh so a g1 cassette man came in and i was like oh god i don't need another stinking sound wave and yeah, but I'm like, I got to get a, a cassette man. So on the back, he's missing all of his gear, which is going to be impossible to find. Um, but he's broken. So if you can see there, uh, part of his, his arm is busted and the actual top of the arm is actually busted too. So the whole arm just comes apart. What I need is, uh, is another cassette man in that's in broken, <laughs> <laughs> that's in broken condition, but the back is okay. Um, he does have a cassette though, which is cool. And cassette man came with ravage, but this ravage is not ravage. It's cassette panther or whatever the hell he was called. I don't know what they called him, but he's, he's the uh, cassette man version of of ravage. So yeah. Anywho, um, would you want to get a, just like a junker sound wave to fix it? Or is there a difference between that and the cassette man shoulders? 
So I've thought about that. And it, if you can tell, I don't have a, a G1 Soundwave open right now. Maybe I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Up there. No, to your left. Your other left. No, no, no. Down, down. You should, I, just, I don't. You should do a I good don't. 360 of your room, Daryl. It's, <laughs> it's insane. This room is insane. The, the plastic for the, the, the main body here is, is actually darker. Um, so it's, oh, okay. it's, it's a dark, dark blue. Um, so it's, it's, it wouldn't work. Um, hmm. I know that there were some cassette mans that made it over to Hasbro and just kind of got the, um, um, the treatment. So they made it out. I, I've, I'm, I'm going to try and see if I can find something, but it's, it's not likely. Um, yeah, I just honestly, I don't care. I just want to. I just want the arm to be fine, but I really just want to keep it kind of in cassette deck mode, just because it could sit on a shelf and be like, "Is that a cassette? That's a cassette man. It is a cassette man." So you know, but I've got I've got a Soundwave in its G one box. It's like really nice, and I've got the reissue like up. There. I've got I've got Soundwaves coming out my ass here, um, but. This is not a sound wave. It's a cassette man. So I'm happy with this. And uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. So still Brian buying broken toys over here. Only blame yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's all for trips to the store. So let's continue on with the rest of the show. We now return to the transmissions podcast. And yeah, it looks like we don't have any convention news or feedback this week, so we're going to wrap it up right here. Uh, thanks again to everyone for watching and listening this week. It's uh, great to have a full crew back this week. And stay tuned for Transmissions Alt Mode coming in a couple of days because we have a special guest, the artist who did our exclusive Transmissions Transformers Number 1 cover. Mr. EJ Sue is coming on transmissions. So Whoa. check that out. Do we have a <laughs> air horn? Do we have the, do we have the air? <laughs> That's not been hooked up in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and for good cause. <laughs> so, do you need me to do it again? I can do it. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this will be his first time on our show which is great mm -hmm. yeah he is the the original artist on the idw transformers comics and did the art on last spot standing the basically last original series in idw comics so he he is the he bookended all the idw transformers comics doing the first and last uh, Transformers series for IDW. So uh, it'll be great to have him on and talk to him about his career and, and what he's mm -hmm. doing now. You can't so, see it, but Charles has a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm no. lying. <laughs> no comment. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so look forward to that. Uh, Transmissions alt mode this week is going to be fun. Uh, we're excited about it, and uh, we can't wait for you guys <laughs> to see it. 
All right. Uh, and of course, uh, now we have Mike back for a little while, but uh, we haven't had you on for, uh, for a while, Mike. So uh, is there anything you'd like to plug while we got you here in addition to uh, the Rustford files? Well, if you get some home improvement you're doing, you get an entire back catalog of Empire of Rust episodes that you can go through. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just uh, as, 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 uh, no, no, Daryl. <laughs> you don't have an excuse anymore. You get some home and some renovations you're doing. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, so go ahead and take a take a listen to Empire of Rust and uh, take a listen to the the Rustford files. Matt is a really really great uh, GM, really uh, really cool person to to lead us off. So yeah, go for that. And uh, if you want to give me a follow on Instagram, it's at Minervian M I N E R V I O N. All right. And of course, at the end of every episode of Transmissions, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. And these are the folks who continue to support us at our highest level on Patreon. So thank you once again to John Forex Good and Demon Take 82. We really appreciate your support. And that's why we want to mention you in every episode. So thank you so much. And that'll do it for this episode of Transmissions. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, all. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, Go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.